Hi guys, welcome back to the Limitless Podcast. If you are watching this on YouTube, you'll notice that I'm sitting on my couch. I decided that I want to try this kind of format out because the other format kind of felt stuffy to me and I want these conversations even though it's a podcast so you can't talk back at me. Um, But I do want these to feel more of like a tea spilling session over FaceTime, like a genuine conversation. Um, So I decided to do it from my couch where I just feel more comfortable. And hopefully when you're listening to these episodes, you're on your couch or somewhere where you feel really comfortable and you feel like it's just a moment of the day where you can like relax and listen to these. So today we are diving in to a topic that I hear from my clients all the time. And that is that balance is a myth and it's BS. And it is. The way that we have defined it as a society, but especially for women, what balance means is BS. That's just a fact. And balance is rooted in perfectionism and perfectionism is rooted in shame. So The definition of balance, the way we experience it today and the way people talk about it, induces a lot of shame. It induces a lot of guilt. And I know I felt that way before. I know my clients have felt that way before. And if you're listening to this, you probably have felt that way before too, where it just feels very unattainable. And then when you see people online promoting these like beautiful lifestyles, One, that's a marketing gimmick. I hope you know that. And two, it's just not realistic. But what I want to talk about today is how through the year I've had, you know, I've had an incredibly hard year this year. And through that, I have been able to find balance, but in a way that is not defined like what most people are used to, which is like the perfect ratio of time and resources, right? I define balance or rather I'm on a mission to redefine balance as not a destination, not this perfect ratio of time and resources, but rather it's your internal baseline. So meaning a lot of people associate balance with it being something that is physically in their reality, right? Like I'm doing this today and then that today and I'm finding time to do this. And it's just like this perfect time ratio that's just equally divided and it's beautiful and it's perfect versus physical reality balance actually starts with feeling balanced in inward. So today I want to give you like the four steps I use to find how to identify and find that internal baseline and then how I help my clients do that as well that I've seen on a daily basis within their businesses and navigating their personal lives alongside of it. So when we think about balance like I said, it's rooted in shame. And we want to do all these things, especially as entrepreneurs, we have, we're really ambitious, but we're also really controlling. And we're also perfectionists, right? And all those things inherently make us who we are, and it gives us the results that we have. But I think we all know that those things actually also self-sabotage us. So when we have those traits, and then we have the internet and the world and just society and then our own internal like voice telling us like, well, we're really ambitious and we have all these goals we want to accomplish. But at the same time, I, everybody's telling me I need a morning routine and I need to journal and I need to meditate and I need to go on a morning walk and I need to spend time with my friends and my family and my pets. And I'm also looking for a partner and like, 
and I need to eat healthy and like all of these things that just get so overwhelming that we feel like we rather not even try and just like give up altogether and just be like well that is what it is and the other day actually on TikTok I saw somebody's video and they were like oh, you know, I don't have the perfect balance, but I'm embracing that. And the video like went viral because everybody was like relating to it. And, and I totally get why they were relating to it because they were like, yeah, it's unrealistic to have all these things. But like I said, really redefining balance as your inner peace and inner equilibrium, then, then that translates into your physical reality. Because it's really unrealistic. I don't know about you, but I think that you go through different seasons of life and business and you can never predict what those seasons are. Sometimes you can't, right? Like maybe you're starting to plan on, you know, starting a family or adopting a dog or things like that. Those are kind of like planned situations. But a lot of the time, these seasons that we go through, because remember, we are humans operating businesses our businesses are not operating humans. So it's really hard to think it's very realistic to say, I'm going to have this perfect balanced schedule. And no matter what season of life or business, no matter what chaos comes into my world, my schedule is never going to change. That's just unrealistic. Like my, my balance went out the door this year as I was grieving, like grieving, crippling depression, a million other things. Like every day I was just surviving. But the interesting is, the interesting thing is that when I redefined balance as an internal versus external, actually this year was the first time in my life I truly experienced internal peace, even though it was one of the most challenging years of my life, which I thought is really interesting, which now I'm of the opinion that you can 100% find serenity in the chaos, but you need to know how to identify that baseline. What do you guys think? And also just to say that I've created a um, a question submission form that you can find at the end of, the, at the end of this um, show notes podcast. That way, if you guys have any feedback, questions, or topics you want to submit to answer on future podcast episodes, please do so because I want this to be an actual engaging um, conversation that benefits everyone. Um, so instead of thinking of balance as a destination, like I said, of this like perfect ratio of time and resources what if we think about it as more of like your baseline, your your equilibrium, how do you get back to zero? How do you get back to just like neutral, regardless of what your physical reality looks like? And when we do this, it actually helps us navigate success and ambition and all these things we're striving for while also having inner peace and also being like, okay, I have a million things going on, but at the same time, I know how to get myself to a place where I don't feel like all of these things are running my life because internally I feel good and I know how to get myself back to that. So with that definition of destination versus baseline, destination means resources and time versus baseline has everything to do with your relationship to self, which that right there is the different perspective of balance that I want you to really take away from this episode. So when we think of what balance is and what balance isn't in this new definition and this reframing, balance is not 
time, time management. Okay. So when my clients come to me and they're like, I just feel like I have all these things to do and I have no time in the day. I start doing it. And by, you know, 2 PM, I'm like, oh my God, where has the day gone? Or I have this perfect little morning routine. And by 6 PM, I feel like a dump truck hit me. (laughs) I know I have a thousand percent felt like this. I don't know if anybody else has, but I know like all of my clients are like, I just, I feel like I can't keep up. And they're like very masculine. They're manifesting generators, they're doers, they're powerhouses, they hustle. And even they, I mean, eventually you hit a wall. Eventually you're just like, oh, come on. I can't catch up. And it's the worst feeling when you feel like you can't catch up, right? Like you're always treading water and your head is barely above water. And that's that's not a good feeling. That constantly makes you feel shameful and guilty and just like like there's something inherently wrong with you because you see everybody else not struggling and you are, but yet you feel like you have to hide it, right? Because there must be something wrong with you that you can't do this and everybody else can. So balance is not a means of time. Very rarely is it a time management issue. I mean, sometimes it is. Like sometimes when I look at a client's um, actual day, I'm like, okay, yeah, you can make changes to here or this would accelerate your content producing schedule um, or things like that. But honestly, that's 10% of the time. Truly, it has nothing to do with time. Balance is not static, meaning it's not something that you acquire or learn how to do. And then it's just like a fixed thing, right? Like it's a destination. We arrive at the destination and then we no longer move anywhere else. No. When you redefine it as a baseline from zero to a hundred, and let's say, let's say your equilibrium neutral is 50, right? It's in, it's in between. So when we think about that, that scale is constantly going to be moving. We're humans. We live in we live on earth, okay? <laughs> like not every day is predictable and not every day can we actually, you know, control what is going to happen, but we can control how we get back to baseline. So it's not static. So when I'm working with clients and even in my experience, it's when you know how to identify what feels good and how to get back to that marker, you're one able to have more control even when circumstances are uncontrollable, but you understand that it's a means of learning and management and having the tools to get back to that place versus just like, of I, oh, I have this perfect schedule. Now it's never going to change. Like that's unrealistic. So we really want to just like demystify and de- take out the shame and the guilt of what balance actually means, because that's where I feel a lot of this is stemming from, is we have to understand that this internal baseline, this balance, it looks different for everybody. For me, it even looks different from day to day. For example, like last night, I, for some reason, just like couldn't sleep. And normally I wake up at 6.30 a.m., not because I have this like not because I'm following some like billionaire morning schedule. My body just naturally wakes up at 6.30 p.m., 6.30 a.m. I don't know why ever since March when Coco passed, my body just can't sleep past 6.30 a.m. And that is that, okay? I also would never <laughs> tell anybody to wake up at that hour if there wasn't an actual like reason for that. So wanted to put that out there. So balance is not static and it's also not easy. It's an actual process of you have to try different things out. You have to be willing to put in the work. And when you're a perfectionist and you have controlling issues like we all have because we're all entrepreneurs, 
that is really hard to know that this is not something that can just be easily fixed with a rearranging of a schedule or, hey, let me say these like five affirmations or journal ones and then all of my worries are going to disappear. No, I'm I'm always honest with you and I'm going to be very honest with you. It took me months to fully understand this, to fully come to this conclusion of what balance actually looks like, especially when you're in the midst of chaos, where you're just in a season where everything is going to hell, right? It's just one thing after the fucking other. And I'm here as living proof to tell you, even within that, you can find the inner balance, the inner baseline, but it takes work. You have to be willing to actually let go of control and say, okay, I'm not going to get it right the first time around. It may take a couple months. For me, I think it definitely took like four or five months of like trying different things out. And we'll get into like the actual tangible steps of what I mean by this. But know that it's not easy. And if anybody makes you feel like balance is easy, please know that they are doing it as a marketing gimmick. It is not. I've never met anybody who was like, yes, working on my inner peace was like the easiest thing I did. Absolutely not. I can tell you a thousand percent that doing the inner healing work and going on my spiritual awakening this year and really restructuring my core beliefs and balance is one of those. So when I talk about restructuring core beliefs, this is what I mean. It's like, what did I used to think versus what do I know to be true now? And what is the definition I live my life by now? And this is one of those things. So it took me months to figure this out, which is why when I'm working with my clients, this is not something that can be achieved in like a one hour call. Like usually like this is done alongside strategy to navigate the levers of like, okay, what is, where do we use emotions and where do we use logic and how, where and how do we pull the levers? And that's something that typically takes like a couple of months to actually fully understand because you actually have to live it and do it before you understand it. And that balance, like I said before, is not a destination or a fixed state, meaning, like I said before, you don't arrive there and then you're just like, I'm good. When you understand your equilibrium, when you understand how to find that internal balance, then it becomes a management. And when you understand that it's management versus a destination, then you're like, okay, cool. What do I need to do to maintain this? And how do I expand my capacity to hold more here? How do I expand my capacity to be able to maintain and scale this way? And that is inherently part of what I consider to be a crucial CEO skill, the capacity to hold and maintain and grow. That is, I think, just really good, not only business advice, but life advice. Life doesn't get easier. You just know how to handle it better. And so something else that like I personally have like a pet peeve is, is when people, especially like in the online space, say, well, it gets to be this easy. Does it? Does it? And in my, the way I see it is I don't think it gets to be easier. The more money you make, like whatever, whatever you do in business or in life, I don't think anything gets to be easier. I think you learn how to hold capacity for it. You learn more skills. You increase your knowledge. You increase your awareness. You have practice with it. And that that inherently does become easier because you know how to manage it. So it's not that you're never going to be out of, like you're never going to be like out of balance and that's like 
you know, oh, I'm out of balance. That's it. Like, of course you're going to be out of balance. You're human. So it's not a fixed state. It's like, oh, when I know when I'm out of balance, how do I get back to it? It's kind of like when you go to therapy and you're like, great, I feel like I've, I've healed a lot, right? But you're never actually healed 100%. Those triggers that you always had, they're always going to be them there, but you know how to handle them better. You know how to manage them better. So that's the perspective I want you to take away from like balance being your inner baseline. You're, you're going to be out of balance, but it's having the awareness to get back to equilibrium. So what I like to think of, it is kind of what I like to call like the rubber band theory. I forgot to get a rubber band out of my drawer to show you if you're watching this on YouTube. But the way I kind of like visualize it is most of us live in extremes, which is why balance is such like a frustrating concept to us because equilibrium is hard for us to like visualize in our day-to-day lives because our lives have become so extreme and polar, meaning that everything from work, life, and different aspects in society, we're constantly living in a state of like zero or 100, right? So when we're resting, we're at zero. When we're working, we're at 100. It's very rare that we actually know how to fluctuate at 25, 50, 75, right? Like to us, we're just very hyper obsessive, especially if you're an entrepreneur, you become very hyper obsessive about everything. (laughs) And if you even think about diet culture, right? A lot of people, they're like, I'm super clean for five days and then I have a binge day. Well, to me, that's not a very balanced way of approaching dieting because you're saying that you're at zero one day and a hundred the next, that doesn't seem very balanced. When we think about rest, like I said earlier, we think of it as, well, I'm going to hustle and then I'm going to completely disconnect and go on vacation. That also is not balance. Not to say that that is like inherently bad, but I think when you're con- constantly fluctuating between zero and a hundred and you don't know how to live in the gray area of business and life, that gets very exhausting and that leads to burnout and that leads to that guilt and shame of like, oh, I constantly feel like I'm behind. So it's once again, this like shift in mindset and perspective of how do we stop living in the absolute, in the black and white areas, which realistically are only 5% and rather live in the gray, which is 95%. And so the restructuring of core beliefs that I help my clients do and that I've had to do is realizing this, that so much of my decisions and so much of the life of like, no, things have to be this way. These are the decisions I have to make, put me in that 5% black and white. And as a result, you're not living, you're only living in the 5% and you're basically saying the other 95% of life and work in my business, I'm choosing not to enjoy. I'm choosing not to be happy 95% of the time because I am only happy and I only feel balanced if I'm in that 5%. That is a very awful way to live, not even run a business. That's just like an awful way to say like you only want to enjoy 5% of your life. And I 100% was in that mentality where 
I was like, oh my God, like, how do I enjoy more of life? Like, how do I enjoy more of my business on a day-to-day in that gray? And understanding how to get back to equilibrium, back to that internal baseline is how I was able to do it, how my clients are able to do that. And hopefully you can work towards that as well. So So knowing that definition, the way I see a rubber band is when you're working or when you're living, the rubber band can stretch, right? The rubber band can either stretch like a little bit or it can get go all the way out. So if we know how to get this rubber band to not snap because we're not operating from the state of like, though it's going to like slingshot or we're just slightly moving it from, you know, 50 to 75 to 100 or back down that way in increments. I mean, even when you look at a... Okay, so we've talked about the rubber band theory. We've talked about like why balance, the definition of it today is BS. So what does internal, what is an internal baseline with this new definition of balance actually look like, right? So the way I've experienced it and the way now my clients experience it is balance can be being super ambitious and striving to have all these goals and objectives, but also being really content and saying, and living in that gray, right? Being like, I'm so excited to do all these things, but I'm also really happy where I'm at. That doesn't mean I never want to accomplish anything again, but I'm also just really sick and tired of feeling like I'm constantly chasing something and not living and not enjoying anything and just constantly making myself feel like a piece of shit over it. I, I, I love that I am ambitious, but I also really want to enjoy today. And that's great. That is going back to your internal baseline, having that realization. Balance can also look like producing high quality work and not letting perfectionism self-sabotage you. So when you're spending three hours on creating one reel or one carousel post, having that awareness of, wait, this this does not feel good to me. Like, do am I actually struggling creating this content or is this my ego and perfectionism just completely self-sabotaging me? Because this does not feel good. This does not feel balanced. Using data to make, using data and intuition to make decisions, which is going to be like a whole different episode. But also a lot of the times when we are told to look at data, obviously data is important, but data is not everything. Because once again, what feels good to you? What do you inherently have a gut feeling about? What does your intuition tell you? It's the balance of like, when do I trust what's on the spreadsheet and when do I trust myself and everything I know to be true? And sometimes those don't match up. Sometimes the spreadsheet doesn't match up to your intuition and that's okay, but knowing how to balance the two. It's also what I see a lot in clients is you can have really big sales goals, but you can also not be attached to the expectations of them. Because when you have really big sales goals and that's fantastic, but then you're putting all of this like pressure 
and self-worth into the numbers when you have even the slightest income dip or when you don't hit that sales goal by, you know, a couple thousand dollars, you instantly start a shame failure spiral and that doesn't feel good. I think we can, we've all been there and that just doesn't feel good. And another reason is knowing how your nervous system actually feels out of balance when you're spiraling, right? So this year, I've had so many days of just like these like massive grief waves. And so for me, when I think about, okay, I have to work, but then I'm also a human grieving, you know, I would get done, my version of balance would be, okay, I get the work, I get done as much as I can. And then if I have a grief wave, I let it pass. I let it do its thing. I let it pass no longer how much it takes because I know if I keep suppressing that, it's only going to get worse and I'm just not going to be able to stop it. So also having the tools and tactics of knowing how to get back to, like knowing how to regulate your nervous system, all of these things are going to affect your business because you don't just switch off who you are as a human when you start working who you are as a human and the way you view things and the way you have your core beliefs set up will always affect your strategy. I can give you the best strategy in the world. And if you have these like pre predefinitions and pre-core beliefs and you are not working on, on reshaping and constructing them first, then the strategy isn't going to matter, which is something I've had to learn and my clients are learning right now as well. So when you learn to identify and come back to your baseline, that's when the physical reality starts shifting. Because what you realize all along is that what you've actually been craving is not this perfect time schedule to accomplish all these things. At the end of the day, even in chaos, you just want to know you're going to feel good. You want to know that you're not going to feel guilt. You you want not to feel shame. You just want to feel peace. You just want to feel like you can breathe and have just the space to be regardless of what's going on. And that ultimately is what that inner balance is going to give you. Because... Because when you feel peace and you feel like you are in control of your emotions and you are in control, even when there's situations in your life or business where you can control, it still feels and it then becomes very natural when you feel peace and satisfaction and you feel like you have power over yourself and not life having power over you or your business having power over you, you start to feel less resistance because you have the capacity to hold more. You start to feel less resistance and therefore success actually comes in a lot easier because there's just not these like blockages holding you back from actually experiencing what you want to experience. So how do you identify your baseline and learn tools to get back into it 
when you are in different seasons of life and business and just can't control the shit that's coming at you because I know I have definitely been in those situations. So there's four ways I want to approach this that are very tangible that I want you to walk away with. The first one is being aware of what's actually going on. I fully believe that the reason why entrepreneurs and just people in general feel very unfulfilled, unhappy, and are constantly chasing the next goal, not because they genuinely want to accomplish all these things, but they think by chasing validation and chasing success that they'll finally feel success and happiness, regardless of what they've accomplished, is because there's not enough emotions in their businesses and in their day-to-day life. Now, before you start coming at me like, oh, I'm so emotional. I, I'm, I'm filled with anxiety and perfectionism and all these things. Yes, those are emotions, but those are not the emotions I'm talking about. I'm talking about being aware of what you're actually feeling in the moment where you feel those emotions come up. So what is actually going on with those emotions instead of suppressing it? And in business, I definitely used to be the person who was like, feelings aren't facts. You shouldn't be like basing your decisions off of emotions. And I, once again, this is a core belief I've deconstructed and now have a new definition for. I believe that that is very toxic now because when you say that, you're basically saying you are not a person in this scenario. And If you are running a business and you are the CEO and you are, especially when you don't have like a team of 500 people, you are the business. Whatever energy leaks, whatever is like subconsciously in you is going to leak into your business. There is no like clear line of like, nope, going to put all of my subconscious like wounds out and, you know, my business is going to function with no like limiting beliefs. No, it's not like that. So Becoming aware of what's going on, stop and ask yourself, what am I feeling right now? And acknowledge it. Like I said, I work with a lot of high achieving, masculine, manifesting generator clients. I'm one of them too. (laughs) And the other day I was having a one-on-one call with one of my clients and she is a service provider. The last couple of months we've been working on creating an offer for her that's a five-figure investment. Yes, service providers can sell five-figure investments too. It's not just coaches. And the strategy behind this is, you know, we want to set her up, set her up that next year she has this 12-month payment plan offer, decreases her workload so she can actually focus on her personal brand, publishing a book, and these other projects that she's really excited about. So that's on the strategy front. But when we were talking about launching this new offer and getting into like the tactics, launch details of it. She said, you know, I have to be honest, I'm feeling amazing about this offer. Like this is so aligned with my core values and what I want long-term for myself and my brand, but I'm just not feeling good about this launch. So then I asked her, what is the emotion that is most present for you right now? And this is getting into where do we use strategy versus spirituality, emotion versus logic. Once again, not living in the absolute, not living in the this and the that, but living in the duality of how do we incorporate both of these? So she said, you know, I'm just feeling so uninspired and the creativity is just not there. I'm feeling really exhausted and I don't want to go into this launch feeling like that. And I feel like most people would 
say, well, you, you need to launch this. You need to push past what you're thinking, put that aside. And you need to, you need to go ahead with this. You'll never be ready. Versus my approach is let's acknowledge what's going on here. Because if you do not feel a hundred percent confident in this, that is a hundred percent going to show. And the energy behind this launch will not be the same and you will only be disappointed. So number one, so number one, we acknowledge that the root cause of the problem was not that she was feeling, you know, insecure about this launch or not that this strategy, she wasn't confident in the strategy or the offer. It's that she acknowledged that she wants to go into this launch feeling very inspired and creative and like her energy is where it needs to be. She wants to be at her baseline. And right now she's not in her baseline. So that brings us to number two, which is process the root cause of the emotion. So after talking about it, about her lack of creativity and what's actually going on, we were able to remove the ego and take aligned action from it. So instead of me giving her a to-do list for the end of our call and saying, well, now you need to work on like these launch details and everything like that, that has its time and place for it. But because we've acknowledged that what's going on here is more of an emotional inner baseline issue, her to-do list was, how do we get you back to baseline? How do we get you more creative? What feels good to you? And that's the only thing you should be focusing on this week. Like that is your top priority because while yes, the logistics of business are very important, right now your business is not going to be at maximum functioning level if you are feeling like this. So right now your feelings and emotions do come first. One, that validated her. Two, that made her feel seen and heard. And three, that made her feel like there was a tangible solution to getting out of this feeling, which is ultimately what we want. So what that looked like for her is she was like, you know what, I've been traveling a lot. So I've been not going on my morning walks. So I want to get back on that. I want to get back on my morning routine. I want to find a new trail. I want to spend some time really just like doing what things I enjoy because I know I'll feel refreshed if I actually spend time this week focusing on myself and just doing things I enjoy versus, you know, getting ahead and creating the next three work, three weeks worth of content. Sometimes the most intangible, practical things we can do for ourselves is what's best for the business, and that is where we have to remove the ego. So by doing these things, that leads us to number four, which is create small habits as you test out what works and what doesn't work for you. Like I said, this is a process. So to summarize, how to identify your baseline and learn tools to get back to your internal baseline. One, be aware of what's going on and actually acknowledge how you feel. Two, process the root cause of the emotion. Feel it. Process it. Do not push it aside. Do not suppress it. Actually sit in it. And this is where our work really comes in if we work together. Three, remove the ego and actually think what is the right aligned action with here. And sometimes it's hard to see this from just like a you angle, which is why working together and being having a different perspective, especially somebody who's been through a lot, I'm able to see a perspective that's when you're just so deep in your head, you just cannot see. And four, 
be okay with things not working out the first time. Create small habits because small habits lead to big changes, right? So the more you go through these the first three steps, the more, the more you actually learn what works and what doesn't work for you, what feels good, what doesn't feel good for you. And the more you acknowledge that the reason why you're feeling the way you are and you don't have what you have is because you're lacking emotions, you're lacking the processing, you're lacking the actually feeling the emotions, the easier it's going to be for you to get to where you want to be going with less resistance. Because if you understand where the pressure and the resistance and the anxiety is coming from, you can make decisions that actually either one, ideally eliminate, or two, decrease the time that you spend in those states of this doesn't feel good, which is ultimately the goal. Because when we can move through that faster, our results flow easier and we actually get what we want a lot faster. So... Let me guy So let me know if you have any questions, if you have any feedback. Would love to know what you think of redefining balance as an internal baseline versus a fixed time ratio of you no know, time and resources and how you're going to be implementing these four um, habits of identifying your baseline. Um, 